Happy Sunday, everyone, and welcome to the Bodacious Babe podcast. I'm Michael Davies, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in for episode four. Uh, Today's going to be a really awesome episode. Um, Very highly requested information from so many friends and family um, that I'm so excited to share this with you guys today. Um, For those who have listened and and those who are are following me on social media, um, I've had a huge uh, change, life change physically, uh, mentally, emotionally, um, maritally, spiritually, um, lots of changes in the last um, year and a half to two years or so. Um, But a big one um, is my physical appearance has changed a lot. Um, and that has a lot to do with my, my self-love, um, my, my self-worth, my self-value that I have, um, developed and, um, just really crushing, um, and pulverizing those childhood traumas, um, that I allowed to shape my life and, and to shape my identity, um, going through, um, those, those personal changes have just overall changed the outlook that I have on, on my life and myself and what I want and who I want to be. And so, um, really diving deep to the core, um, is what provoked my outside change, my physical change. And so one thing that I really want to share is, um, just how I became motivated and, and how um, I was guided through this process of this physical change. And that all started with a dear friend of mine. Her name's Yvette. And she introduced me to my macros coach, um, Daylin Bruns. And you can follow her on Instagram, uh, D Rose Fit. She owns a company, um, uh, uh, macros coaching, physical coaching, um, mindset type of coaching company called Fit Life Balance. And um, man, she is just awesome and she is killing it. She's had incredible, um, incredible um, changes with her clients. She's had clients all the way to other countries. She's just spread amazing, um, just joy and love and change and touch so many people's hearts and lives um, with the information she's been able to to help them with with learning about how to uh, eat properly according to their body type that they want to have um, and according to their body type needs um, and it all goes in phases but it also is all mindset and it goes all the way back to how you feel about your physical health, who you are as a person, what's going to motivate you, where your mind is at, and how that, all of that is going to play a role into your disciplinary action to become not disciplinary action, but your disciplined action, right? To become this um, person you want to become with all this uh, physical change and persistence, perseverance, um, that it comes with work, right? So she she is a huge um, oh, she's just a huge influence on my life, 
And it, it not only has to do with the physical change and learning about what type of nutrition and, and macronutrients and micronutrients my body needed to undergo this big transformation, but she took it all the way down to why am I doing this at all? Why do I want this physical change? Why do I want, um, what's the type of person that I want to become and why? And um, it really just is all starting from your mindset. And so that was a huge um, impact, had a huge impact on me. And that's why I just, I love her program so much. I love her philosophy so much. Um, and it, it's just so much more than, um, than this cut and dry, okay, here's your meal plan and here's your fitness plan. It's just so much more than that. Um, and you actually, I ended up creating a friendship with her um, through my training with her. Um, so taking it back, I, I met her through my friend Yvette. And, um, you know, Daylin doesn't live in the state. She lives um, in Montana. So we, everything was virtual. And it um, was really awesome and actually connected us and helped us get to know each other a little bit more. Um, and, you know, I, I did three sessions with her, three-month increments. Um, and I started out at 158 pounds, um, initially and um just god I wasn't happy I think I was a, a size 8 or size 10 um in I think I was a size 10 in, in pants and in a dress size um lar everything was large size large and I just wasn't happy like I knew I knew this isn't my healthy state um I had already put on um 70 pounds from my pregnancy I always was, I was always around like 150 pounds um, throughout my marriage. Before I got married, I always was around 125 to 130. But after I got married, you know, the happy weight, you put on the happy weight. <laughs> um, and I just kind of plateaued and I stayed at 150, 155 pounds um, for like seven, eight years. And then when I got pregnant, um, we had a whole lot of stuff going on in our lives at the time. Uh, we had a we had a flood, um, and we had we had a death in the family. We we were preparing for um, you know a, a brand new baby. We just had a lot going on, and and it was I really struggled mentally. Um, my ex and I at the time were were struggling with our. Um, connection just through all these changes and and my pregnancy with Evie was just the light at the end of the tunnel and <laughs> that's just kind of what we were trying to aim for was just to make sure we get through this pregnancy right but of course like I gained I gained 70 pounds so I, I started at 150 pounds and then I got all the way up to 210. I was almost heavier than my husband at the time it was insane <laughs> and I I just couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. But, um, you know, that first pregnancy, it's always a doozy. It's the first time your body's introduced to everything. Um, you know, having a baby, the first time your body's going through all this, you're, you're learning how to, um, you know, take care of your body for the first time going through all this. But of course, I, every excuse was, I'm pregnant. I'm fine. I don't care. I'm pregnant. I can do what I want. I'm pregnant. I can eat this. I'm eating for two. You know, it's that, that frame of mind of just, I'm pregnant so I can get away with it. Well, after a while that definitely caught up to me. 
Um, I for sure thought my baby was going to be at least 10 pounds. And nope, she was 7 pounds, 5 ounces. She was a little, little average, little one. <laughs> um, yeah, so after my pregnancy, I went from 210 after I had her um, down to 185. And I stayed at 185 for about that whole year. Um, and then tried to do the intermittent fasting type of stuff. And I started working out again after she turned a year old. And I lost about 10 pounds, maybe. I stayed at like 175 for a few months. Um, and then once I went through my, my divorce, just from moving out of the house, just the stress weight, I think I lost um, 20 pounds in a month. It was pretty crazy just going through, you know, all that stress at that time. And just as soon as I moved out, I just um, was shedding weight. But I, I, as soon as I hit 158, I'm like, you know what? I want to really prove to myself that I can, I can look good again. I can get that body back again that I had when I was 22 years old. Like, I want to feel good. I want to look great. And I want to be an example of, of a healthy mother for my daughter. And I think I took that to heart so much um, because I didn't see a healthy mother in my life when I grew up. I, my poor mom was totally not healthy. Uh, you know, she looked beautiful and she looked amazing, but she was very unhealthy um, physically and mentally and emotionally. And she was hurting spiritually. She was very much hurting. And I, I think I just, I didn't want my daughter to see that in me, you know? And so I, she became my why. And that's when I, when I connected with Daylin, um, and Daylin was like, why do you want this? Why do you want to get in shape? Why do you want to be healthy? Why do you picture this certain body type? What is, what is your why? What is it? And it, when it came down to it, it came down to my, my daughter. I just, I want to be an amazing mom for my daughter. I want to emulate health in all forms. And I'm, I just, I want her um, to see a happy, healthy mom. And I want to be that for her so that we can have an amazing life together, you know? And um, one day, you know, build that family up stronger. But it was just... Um, it was just really awesome that Daylin helped me realize that. And um, that's what pushed me every day. It was the, the, the experience I had with my own mother that I love so much and love dearly. And, and it's sad to say that it, she gave me that example of like what I didn't want for my kid. Because I know how bad it hurt to see my mom in bed all the time. And I, I knew how bad it hurt to see my mom struggling emotionally and spiritually and mentally, you know, so, um, I, I'm so grateful for my mom and my experience, but of course that experience tied into me, um, leaving a legacy and, and leaving an experience for my own child. And what experience do I want my own child to have? And, and of course that, you know, it's not just about her, it's about me too. I want to have a happy experience with my kiddo and, and have a happy life feeling good, you know? So, um, yeah, with that, that little introduction, um, I'll lead into, um, having Daylin here for an interview. We got to, um, connect online through Skype. So I'll go ahead and 
connect us and so stay tuned yay okay everyone this is daylin bruns with fit life balance and she is my macros coach who helped me make a huge transformation um and i'm so so grateful she's been there through a lot in my life especially after um, my huge um, life change of divorce, leaving the church, becoming a single mom, and really just wanting to get healthy and um, just overall create a big healthy change mentally, physically, spiritually. Um, so we are going to hear some awesome things from her today. I'm so grateful. Oh my gosh. Okay. Awesome. So Daylin, um, tell us about yourself, a little bit of background information, where you um, live, where you come from, your family life, work life, all of it. Let's hear it. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. You are such a shining star. You're so refreshing to talk to. So thank you just for hanging out with me tonight. Um, and yes, I'm totally down to share um, and inspire as much as I can today. Um, but yes, Fit Life Balance is my coaching company, um, but I'll kind of start with who I am. Um, so I am actually rooted in Idaho, and I have a husband and a little puppy named Wesley. Um, I've been married for coming on seven years. I've been with my husband for almost 12. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, born and raised in California, um, and I ended up moving into Montana and Idaho territory. So a little snapshot of me is I actually grew up um, in the corporate world and I've been with the same company for in March will be 15 years. Um, and I worked from customer service all the way to area manager where I had 15 retail locations and then now I am uh, human resources. Awesome. So I actually have a nine to five corporate job and I absolutely love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, it has taught me so much about leading people, managing people, like conduct, policy, procedure. And then the other side of me is my entrepreneurship of my own business, jumpstarting Fit Life Balance. So I have kind of both worlds that I've been balancing for at least like the last 10 years or so. And I love it. Mm -hmm. um, I love having a little bit of both and being able to have some creative energy to launch my own my own business and have my own clients. So yeah. Um, I've been a coach for um, officially five years, but I was dabbling with fitness and nutrition much longer than that. Um, I actually got into fitness and nutrition, um, I would say about eight or nine years ago, and I was just that person that was so frustrated with so many different ways to achieve results. Um, there were so many diets, so many fads, so many things that people will tell you that will work, quote unquote. And, right. um, and it's so hard to know, like, what's the, where's the right source? Where is this coming from? Is this legit? Is this gonna work for me? Is this just a little fad diet again? <laughs> and sometimes like the easiest thing uh, is, like the worst thing for you, right? So it's like, follow this or check this box. And I was that person, I never forget, like I was I was on the special K diet. I, I dabbled with all of like- I remember the special K. <laughs> all the things. And I actually like, I grew up in like kind of an environment where I was 
exposed to all things like undereating, overeating, over exercising, overworking, and like the binge restrict mentality of like being good during the week and then blowing it on the weekends. Right. Um, and so like we can all relate to a hundred percent. Well, and like we wonder like why we maintain weight um, or have trouble losing weight when it's like you're so restrictive during the week. And then on the weekend, you just put yourself into a maintenance range of calories. So it feels like you're dieting, but you're just not making progress. And that was me. That was me for like so many years. And I got to the point where I got so sick of doing that and boomeranging and hearing so many different ways to achieve results that I took it upon myself to learn. So I actually, while in the corporate structure and while going to school, Side note, I did like esthetology. So I do like, I did the eyebrows, the waxing. Oh, of course you did, because you're so beautiful and gorgeous. (laughs) Phase of makeup, I loved it. Um, And then I actually decided to promote in the corporate structure. And in the meantime, my like hobby became fitness and nutrition, so much so where I got a mentor. Um, and she's still a mentor today. She's still in the fitness space and she took me under her wing and just taught me and challenged me. And I was that person that thought low carb was everything and macros was too intimidating. It was too intense. Like I didn't want to track macros cause that was just too much. Um, and so after like spending eight to nine months with her and really just like walking the walk and learning the science, I was like, okay, I want to know more. So I got certified as a nutrition specialist through ACE nutrition, um, and threw myself into the books, um, supplements, nutrition, how it linked to fitness, like the whole thing. And, um, I thought that was it. Like, I thought that was all I wanted to do was just learn and apply it on myself. Um, and we'll kind of get into competing, I'm sure, but I just wanted to do it yes. for me. Meanwhile, I went to go get my eyebrows waxed and um, the girl was like, don't you do like fitness and nutrition? She's like, could you just like make my macros for me? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I'll wax your brows and you give me my macros. And I was like, okay, okay. And then I did the same thing with hair. Uh, I was getting highlights and she was like, yeah, so don't you do like macros? Can you just like craft them up? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, haircuts on me. So anyways, I had like three, we were like, we were doing these trades for a while and two became three, three became four, four became five. And then I looked at my husband and I was like, I think we've got something here. Like I think fit life balance could be something that translates to a lot of women. Um, and five became 10, 10 became 15. And then I was like, okay, I really got to get serious. And so that's when fit life balance originated. And it was actually through COVID, um, where it kind of jump started, and so here we are. Um, I think my max client roster was about sixty girls under my wing, and I loved that's it. Insane, and it's all virtual, right? Because mm-hmm. that's how our because I'm in Arizona, so yeah. everything's virtual. Everything's tele all through our phones. Mm-hmm. So, and is this how most of your clients are? Are like. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because I literally, I don't have two clients in the same state. Like when I had my highest amount of clients, it was all over the US and in Germany, Spain, Hawaii. Um, And it was so cool because you would think like what personal training doesn't have to be kind of in person. 
Um, Not necessarily. It's like when we find ways to connect virtually, I feel like we were forced into a space where we had to learn how to do that um, and make a difference through virtual world. And um, it took off. And so, yeah, video communication, uh, as you know, like lots of voice memos, lots of videos. I never did a lot of texting or emailing. It was more so I want you to hear my voice. I want you to see my face. I want to check in with my clients every single week face to face. And then in addition to that, I didn't really love the whole call concept because everybody's got their busy. Everybody's got their jobs, their families, their to-do lists. And so scheduling calls week after week after week, I don't want to add to your plate. So it was more so here's what I need from you. I will respond to you and we can kind of touch base throughout the week whenever you feel it's right for your life. Um, And I love it. I loved that regimen. It's so nice because it's so personalized and Mm -hmm. That's one thing that like I really loved with our experience that I tell my friends. I've, I'm telling you guys, I've had like 30 plus friends and family ask me like, what did you do? Like, tell me what's going on. Whoever you, you are working with, tell me their name right now. And I sent so many people to Daylin. Um, and I would just be like, trust the process. Go to her. She's amazing. She knows what she's doing. And she will stick with you your ups and downs you mm-hmm. talk about everything um you know when I was having a, a hard week I would immediately let you know like hey I'm having a hard week and you know it was so nice to um get that response from you you know what sometimes we have these tough weeks we'll pick it back up let's kind of rearrange our macros a little bit because you know you you might be it's that time in the month okay you're going through a breakup okay let's just rearrange these a little bit um, to where you're comfortable. And then we would pick back up the next week. And so it was, it was so personalized to me. And I like loved that. Um, I didn't feel the pressure, um, of just having to like, you know, make sure I'm hitting these goals, even when I'm like sick or something. So it was nice that we can adjust a little bit, but still keep, um, you were still keeping me accountable by checking in and seeing how I was doing on a personal level. So I appreciated that so much. Um, so yeah, that's something that I like always tell my friends who ask, like, she's amazing and she's going to make sure to cater to your needs and personalize everything, customize it for you when you need it. Um, okay. So something I want to ask you about next is tell us a little bit about your, um, competitions and your experience with like training in your competitions and stuff. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, without, I mean, going into crazy detail, I literally have seen and experienced everything from lifestyle to dabbling into nutrition to the extreme side of things. So that leads me to kind of sharing. Um, yeah, I'm currently a bikini division competitor. Um, and oh, so awesome. it's, a, it's in the field of bodybuilding. So you have different ranges of physiques and you have everything from fitness, physique and bodybuilders, which are like kind of like the extreme spectrum of muscle. Like those are like the more dense, more mature, very built up women. Um, And then a new category is wellness where the lower body is dominant um, in addition to achieving the X ratio in your physique. And then you've got the bikini division um, and bikini division is, I would say it's very pageant-esque. Um, and so okay. you are very, very small and you do have to have a fully developed frame to where when you lose the body fat, you are revealing the work that you've done. Um, and the, the coolest part, and I guess 
the why I got into bikini division and bodybuilding is as I was gaining knowledge about food being fuel and putting yourself through seasons of development. And I even think I took you through like a mini season of like you increase your food and you drop your cardio and you really focus on just building muscle and what it takes to build muscle. And then you put yourself through a anywhere from what, six weeks to 12 weeks to 16 weeks of a cut to reveal the work that you've done. And I just found that process so inspiring um, because you're going into a quote unquote diet season or a muscle development season with strategy and intention. And so that inspired me a lot to put myself through. And I would say on average, it would be like nine months of building for, I would say four months of cutting. And so you go through this wheel and I took myself through four seasons Mm -hmm. uh, of building and cutting. And finally this last season, um, was my third competition season. And I finally took first. I was so excited. And one of the shows right. I remember seeing that. Yeah. So awesome. It's just fun. It's like, I'm not the most competitive person. I think I'm competitive for myself to myself. Yes. Which like, is exactly I, how it should be me. Yeah. And so like when I go up there, it's like, I just being here and putting myself through this was enough for me. Um, and proving to myself what I'm capable of doing. And I feel like that also bleeds through my coaching of, I think the biggest thing that I want to accomplish with my clients, with myself is how do you learn to keep promises to yourself? And you learn to keep promises, whether that's discipline or putting yourself through a season or learning something new, you are slowly building security, confidence, self-image as you keep those promises. And so bodybuilding and bikini uh, division for me was, can I keep this promise? Can I stay true to myself? Can I prove to myself what I'm capable of achieving? Um, And that can be in any scale for anybody, but that's something that I hold true to one of my values. So absolutely. And like, let's kind of segue from that into how you start to strategize with your clients. When you take on a new client, um, how do you kind of set those beginning stages of, um, figuring out what their goal is and how to achieve that goal, because that's a big part of it is making sure that you can actually keep these promises and have that goal um, and push forward every day to do that. So that's hard. That's hard to do. So, so hard. Yeah. yeah, I think for, for fit life balance and like my coaching and newly my course, I think there's three major components as I get to know my clients and take clients on. Number one is figuring out your why you cannot do it for 20 pounds. You can't do it for me. You can't do it to look a certain way. And I know that sounds so cliche, but in order to figure that out, you can start there. So I say, you know, why are you wanting to lose the body fat? Why are you wanting to quote unquote, get in shape or achieve tone? Why do you want to do that? Oh, well, cause I want to look like this. Why is that important? Oh, because then I will be able to do this. Why is that important? Well, when I do this, that means I can do this. And what does that mean about you? And then like, oh, well then that'll mean that I'm okay. So that is why you're doing it. So you want to identity shift into a person that achieves X, Y, and Z therefore valuing this in your life, right? Or like to be able to show up for your daughter or to keep up with your family or to be around long enough to see your grandkids. Like it'll always stem from that. And so one of my first questions on my application form for coaching is, 
what's your goal? And like easy, right? Like easy peasy. Like they're like 10 pounds, right? Like to fit. In the dress. And then it's like, okay, comma, why is that important? And so I take you down that like right away. And so yeah. you aligning with your why and sharing that with me is like the first step of everything. Um, and the second bucket, I think, is understanding that there is no right, there is no wrong, there is no good, there is no bad. And to your point earlier, there's not one road to get there. And it simply, it can't be that way. And so I think the second message that I share to a new client or to someone that's taking my course is it's your life. You have to own it. So if you've probably heard my slogan is own your hustle. And everybody's got a busy, everyone's got their schedule, everyone's got their life, their family. And you have to understand that with knowledge comes power. And so being able to craft a program, craft nutrition, craft fitness that works for you and your lifestyle and being able to adjust, like, like I remember specifically not to overshare, but like when you had your, your little one, like your daughter, you were like, I, I'm okay with this amount of macros when I'm with my daughter. And when I'm not with my daughter, I would prefer to have higher macros to be able to go, you know, be social and hang out done. So if you know, like what your life is, you know, catered to or what your values are, what you prioritize, you can link that into your fitness and nutrition plan and feel empowered and feel personalized to be yeah. able to create a sustainable approach. It was so nice to be able to kind of dedicate, okay, my, my weekends, I'm going to have these macros and then my weekdays. It was so nice to, and cause then it was exciting too. Cause then I could plan ahead a little bit more. Um, and then I also plans like my fitness around it too. So yeah, um, totally agree with that. Um, and something that I wanted to kind of touch on something that I loved that you, you would say, and, um, kind of going off of how you said everyone has their certain busy because sometimes our excuses, I'm too busy, mm. right? Like, Oh, I'm, I'm too busy. I'm too tired. But something you said that just really hit home for me is you will make time for the things you prioritize that are important to you. Mm -hmm. So is working out and staying in shape important to you? Is tracking and making sure you're eating according to your own nutritional needs and your body needs important to you? And um, wow, that was like really hit me like really hard because I feel like in the beginning stages, I started kind of making excuses a few times here and there because I didn't necessarily like know what do I eat yet? It was that first couple weeks. Yeah. Um, and so I would, I would like cheat a meal or something. One <laughs> <laughs> well, and then show up on my macros and you're like, what is this, Michael? <laughs> well, and like, I think what it comes down to when you think about like stress and busyness, I think it's important to understand that stress and being busy is not a color. You can't point to it and say that's brown, right? Like it's not something that's objective. It is completely objective to the individual. So what you find to be stressful is gonna be different than what I find to be stressful. And so when you think about the narrative that you're thinking about your life, what you're sharing with yourself about your situation or the circumstance, and you're feeling a certain way. So stress is created by a thought you're choosing about something. And so as soon as you pick that thought and you anchor that in, it's going to accumulate to a feeling and then you're gonna make an excuse, that's how you show up. And so I think being able to identify 
your stress and your busyness, but then also link it to back to what are you thinking about? What is the thought you're choosing around fitness? What's the thought you're choosing around nutrition? And how do you cater to your narrative so that the feeling changes about whatever you're stressed out about or what you're busy about? And to your point, like your time and your calendar and what you actually accomplish in a day and a week is directly reflected to your values and your priorities. So what you find to be important is exactly what your results will reflect. And so if you want to change that, you have to get real on your values and you have to start making subliminal commitments to yourself and get specific. And so part of the, you asked earlier, um, kind of like, what do I do to incorporate, you know, new clients and what does my program look like? It's about learning what small decisions can accumulate to big commitments. And yes, it's macros and yes, it's workouts and get your cardio in. But it's also how can you make some of those decisions ahead of time? And by you making those decisions and putting them into work blocks and time blocks is you deciding and eliminating the fatigue that comes from overwhelm or stress or being too busy. You've already decided. So there's a whole module, um, not only in my coaching, but in my course on how to build behaviors that encourage a reflection on your values and priorities to, to continue building confidence in yourself. It's so huge because it's, it's, it's not so cut and dry. It's not just this fix it pill. Um, no. it's not a one size fits all. It's not all just about, um, you know, losing the weight or losing the inches or gaining the muscle it take you're taking it all the way back to behavioral and psychological patterns that's mm-hmm. what i love about your program so much because it really it it made me dive into my soul and really think about like what's mm-hmm. important to me how do i feel about myself and do i want do i want change for myself or do i want to just sit in in this feeling of not feeling good about myself or not feeling confident not feeling strong or or valued. No, I want to shift that feeling and I want to put it into action and I'm going to do stuff that makes me feel good. Um, and so it's kind of just like a snowballing effect from there, but it's all rooted within your values and your behavior. Right? Well, and it's like, it's, there's no quick fix for self-confidence and to increase your self-image. However, there is to your point, like the concept of getting closer to what's important to you and Mm self-acceptance and keeping promises that you make to yourself. So therefore like subliminally you're saying, I got it because I've done it before, or I've proved Mm -hmm. to myself that I can do it. And so it's how do you incorporate some of those things while taking ownership over your life? That's I think the key to confidence. And then, and then what? So then at that point, when you start working on yourself, to your point, you lean in you wouldn't, you're not giving yourself another option. Like why wouldn't you eat, you know, that caters to your body and move that caters to your body. You deserve that. And so once you start seeing like, yeah, I deserve to feel good. I deserve to look good. Macros and workouts and cardio, that's all a symptom of you leaning into yourself and making yourself a priority. Yes. So true. And, and all those things, um, the, the macros and the tracking and, and the, um, the actual working out, that's the part that people fear and think is like, oh, it's too hard. It's too confusing. It's too much. But really the hard work is finding your why and mm-hmm. making your promises, staying disciplined and persevering, create, ending your goal, getting to the end goal. You know, that's the hard part. 
the, the macros and the tracking and showing up just kind of becomes part of the routine. The more like I become part of like, like, for example, a part of my program is understanding that we are all to your point. Yes, where there's a goal, but we're not really chasing goals. We're we're chasing the person we want to become. So if you link back to why you do everything, even down to like the clothes that you pick or like the status symbols that represent a person or I want to be known to be this person. So I'm going to purchase this or I'm going to practice this. It is an attempt to chase an identity. And so if you figure out who you want to become, everything that that person would do, though that's where your goals start to come into play, like macros. And so if you're like, for example, I want to become a healthy person. Well, what does a healthy person eat? Right. What does a healthy person do as far as movement goes? Right. So when you think about your goals and it's not really about an end point, because then what? right? You're chasing an identity. You're chasing that person that you want to become. And in the meantime, all of these little factors that will encourage that identity change is what you end up doing. I love that. It's, it's a whole different way of looking at it. Whole different way. Yeah. yeah. Once you get to the end point, okay, cool. I met my goal and now I'm done. And then you stop the training, stop everything. And now you're back to putting on the weight or going back to the old habits and sitting on the couch and feeling sad or whatever all over again. But if you have that identity of who you want to be and those behaviors of what, what you want and kind of who you want to emulate, then it's always going to be there and you're always going to work for it. So like, that's yeah. Great. And like the goalpost always changes. Am I right? Like, it's like you have a goal, but then when you get to the goal, you're onto something else or like mm -hmm. not good enough anymore. Right. Yeah. Or you get fatigued and you're like, okay, this isn't worth it to me anymore. It's that's why identity change and like becoming the person evolving into the person you want to be is much more sustainable. And you're just forever building your parameters and your lifestyle to be able to just continue to become that person versus once the 20 pounds are off now, what, right? Like that's, and you're going to want five more. You're going to want to go into a build. You're going to want to develop muscle, like whatever that, and you can speak to that too. I mean, you were under my wing for months, right? And like, so mm -hmm. it's like once you hit your first milestone, that milestone moves. And so I think all in all, like even to your testimony, you can share that the beginning of your journey to now, you focus so much on the mom you wanted to become, the woman you wanted to become, you, the empowerment that you wanted to achieve and eating the way that was in parameter to that vision that you had for yourself was just part of your journey. It became just part of what you did. Yes, it's so true. Yeah, and like, it, it really is crazy um, looking back and mm -hmm. I, I did, I believe I did three rounds with yeah. you. So, um, and three rounds that, that included, was it three months or four months? I'm trying to. I think you did three month chunks. Three months each. Like three rounds. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so, yep. And I started, um, I, I think my, when I first started with you, I was at 158 and it was right after everything just blew open <laughs> the divorce, all of that. And yep. I, um, I surprisingly like lost 20 pounds just from moving out. And I think it was just, you know, the stress, um, sure. just shedding. Well, and so at that point I was like, you know what? I, I want to push myself. I want to, I want to look good. I want to feel good. Like I did not feel good. This isn't, I don't even recognize myself. 
like I need something extra. And so I had a friend that, t- that told me about you, Yvette. And I'm so freaking grateful for her because literally after the first like week, I think I started losing five, I lost like five pounds or I had been trying to lose five pounds for like a year. <laughs> yeah. It was, just, it was just incredible. Like you guys complicate it. You know, oh my gosh. we always think it's like you have to do a cartwheel into tying a bow and paint the town red, like all the things like it, in reality, like my role as your coach is to help you continue to lean into yourself and also help you understand food is food. Yeah. And I definitely had a fear of food. I avoided mm-hmm. certain foods for a long time. I, I would like switch to like pescatarian to like vegan to, mm-hmm. you know, just only protein and then I'd switch back. But I, I think I was just overexhausting my body and, and I just didn't know exactly what I needed. So it was just so, it was so like nice to be able to figure out exactly how to do that. And it really isn't that complicated. Well, and like, I, I think people hate it when I say this, but like one of the lines that I use in my coaching all the time is like, if you want a dog to lose weight, what do you do? Like you either take it on another walk or you put less food in the bowl, right? Like, at the, but for humans, it's like, oh no, like, is, is it paleo? Is it vegan? Is there carbs? Is it like, right? And so I feel like when I onboard a client and I start teaching them like, yeah, so here's our, here's our budget of food that you can eat, right? So if this is your goal, like weight loss, whatever, muscle development, here is your parameter as far as intake target. And uh, try to shoot for 80% whole foods, 20% processed foods. It's going to be a practice. You're not going to be perfect at, at, you know, at the beginning. And that's really like to be in a caloric deficit, you're going to start seeing results. And then it's like, no, 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 no. It cannot be that easy. Hold on. No, no, no. There's got to be like a flip I got to do or like something. And no, like the hard work is you looking at your routines. The hard work is identifying your behaviors that need to change. The hard work is to lean into things that you haven't looked at in years it's so and true. yeah it's so after- true because after that after that first those first few weeks of just learning how to measure my food how to how to track everything um how to taking it back to buying whole foods because i was so mm-hmm. stuck i i love um trader joe's but mm-hmm. i was so stuck on the the processed food at trader joe's that i wasn't implementing any like natural foods um, like all the crackers, all the healthy, you know, gluten-free crackers and cookies, whatever. <laughs> I was stuck on those for a while. So I feel like it definitely helped me realize like, oh my gosh, like I'm not eating like natural whole foods. Um, and then, you know, after a couple of weeks, it just, it, it got a little bit easier. And, and then after like a couple of months, I didn't even almost have to precisely measure because I knew exactly what that measurement looked like if, you know, if I was out of the restaurant or something. Well, and you just speak it like, again, like it becomes part, like in my course, I have a wellness course right now and in nutrition, the chapter of nutrition, we talk about ways to make the concept of tracking easier. And then I also break down, why do you even need to track? And I think tracking has become this like, no, I intuitively to intuitively eat or like, no, like I'm a, I'm a free eater or whatever the case may be. It's like, yes. And like, if you do have a prescripted goal, like, what do you do if, if you have an infection and your doctor gives you a prescription, you're not like, um, well, my doctor told me to take six pills, but I'm only going to take four. Like it's fine. 
<laughs> it's like if you have a goal, if you're trying to get to a healthier version of yourself, like there is a prescriptive measure, but there's ways to make it easy and there's ways to make it sustainable. So to your point, like there's so many tricks and tips that you can figure out on how to get within your portions every day and then make it part of your lifestyle. Um, I'll honestly say I've been tracking macros for probably coming on like eight or nine years and I'm only in my fitness pal like once to twice a week because I've learned how to make it easier to eat similar things throughout the week. Right. To your point, you kind of know what five ounces of chicken looks like, you know what 30 grams of nut butter looks like. Um, so there's ways to go upon it. And that's, that's actually why I started this course is because I want to teach like the, the why the roots so things can stick and you can create a sustainable approach. And I'm so excited for your course. When, when are you launching it? And, and, um, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So, so like, I'll take you back. I've been a coach for coming on five years or so, and I've loved it. Don't get me wrong. Like one-on-one -on -one coaching is so amazing. I've touched so many hearts and transformed so many lives and it totally fills my cup. Yeah. And like, um, I have built such an incredible community and I think it's to the point where, you know, this more than anyone, I love educating and I love like mentoring and teaching and it's beyond coaching to where I can give anybody a plan that I know will work, right? Check in every single week for accountability. Here's your plan. Here's your protocols. Let's problem solve together. Let's get in the messy middle. Like I love that and will forever love that. But there's a point where how do I take my knowledge and my wisdom and my expertise and put it into a course tour? Someone can come out of that course building their own macros, building their own workouts, building their own plan for the week and knowing why they do it. And the coolest part is within this course, which is a six week course, it's already launched. It's my very first one. Um, totally ch like changing gears as a coach right now. And I love it. I'm so excited. It's a six week course and there's um, two chapters of nutrition, two chapters of fitness and two chapters of mindset. So it covers like the whole spectrum in six weeks. And yeah. within those six weeks, you get two check-ins with me. So I can actually make sure that the macros you built for yourself based off of what you learned are on the right track. So I can come in and so kind of- cool. Yeah, and there's videos, there's quizzes, um, there's downloadable infographics that you can like take to the gym, take to the grocery store. I even give you my grocery lists. Um, so there's, it's just so much fun. Um, and I'm definitely turning a corner onto how do I educate and just, I, I don't want to be that person that, well, if I have a coach, I'm on track. If someone just tells me what to eat, I'll lose weight or I'll be in the healthiest version of myself. Like, how do I teach and coach and educate behind the scenes so you can actually program for yourself? Yeah. Uh, so that's what inspired me. But right now it is available on my website. We're live. Um, it's my very first one. So I'm super excited to see kind of what other types of courses I want to do in the future. Um, but yeah, I'm very, very excited about it. It's going super well so far. I love it. I love it. I'm so excited. I've, I'm actually like, really, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Ooh, okay. That's so awesome. Um, and you guys, uh, you have to check out Daylin's uh, fitness page on Instagram. It's D Rose Fit. Yes. Um, and um, so the the link for your six week course is I'm guessing mm -hmm. in your in my bio. Yep. Yes. Um, and her six week week course, if you use the code Bodacious Babe, um, all in caps, all one word, 
you'll get 20% off of her online course. So super amazing tools, really amazing information from the person who knows it best. And I yeah, so won't regret it. I promise you there's so many fun things about the course and you'll walk away with a full set of knowledge and I'm there to support you along the way. That's so exciting. Yeah, I definitely, I am definitely going to get that because I, I started my, my macros up again, but mm -hmm. oh, what did Daylin, what did she do? What did she say? Which, which fats, which, you know, I'm like trying to remember back and I'm trying to like keep track. Well, it's like, and then there's a point where you like, how do you make adjustments for yourself? Like right. the coach can give you macros and then you're like, well, what if they don't work? I teach you that. So in the course, I actually teach you how to bust like plateaus and stalls and how to make adjustments and add and subtract and all the things. So Perfect. it's, I promise you. And the coolest part is it's self-paced. So you purchase the course and you can complete it at your own pace, depending on your schedule. Love it. That's perfect. So, super fun. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. You got, and people are always asking, people always want to know, like, how do you do macros? I don't understand. This is perfect for people who are asking and wanting to learn macros, wanting to learn how to give the nutrition for their body that they need. Um, and then going back and doing the mindset work is huge. And that's what I love with your yes. program is I feel like you just don't find that in, in very many programs where you take it all the way back to the psychology. Have to. You know, Oh, I love it. Okay. Um, we're running out of time. We might've gone over time a little bit, but it's so worth it. Um, you guys check out Daylin's, um, Instagram, D Rose fit, check out her online, um, course and use the bodacious state for 20% off. It's so exciting. I'm, I'm so happy that we had you on here today. I know that I'm going to have so many friends and so many, uh, many family members who have been dying to hear from you. Love it. Be so grateful to to watch this today. So thank you so much for your time. And yeah, I think that's it for today. For having me. And yes, feel free to reach out. You can DM me, email me, jump on my website, ask me as many questions as you want. I'm here to support. Um, and thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Oh my gosh, yes. I love you. You're the best. All, All right, right. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye.